Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. about being here with you today. It's Dr. Willie Jolly coming to you across America from coast to coast, border to border, and letting you know that you truly only have a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon you, can't refuse it, you didn't seek it, you didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer. If you lose it, give account. If you abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but in eternity is in it. Greetings, everybody. I am so excited about today and another opportunity to talk to you about how to create and build wealth in your personal, professional, financial success in every part of your life and also to how to grow your family, your future, your faith, and your possibilities. I am excited. This show is so powerful for me. 
not just for you, but for me. The people I interview, they bless me, they grow me, they stretch me, they make me better. And I hope you are taking this advantage, taking advantage of this opportunity to get these great guests into your home, into your car. So I am encouraging you to keep doing what you've been doing. Make this show a part of your weekly routine. Put it in your schedule. Put it in your smartphone. Say, I got to listen to that Willie Jolly show because I know he's going to have a great guest or some great information that will help me to be better. You know, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about anything other than wealth building and how to grow your future. So I am excited about it. Now, I take a moment at the beginning of every show, as you all know, who are listeners who listen every week to give God glory, to give him praise, to thank God for strength and health and life, to thank God for another opportunity. No, not just to be on the radio, not just to have a best-selling book or a television show or a radio show or, or to be on tour, but to thank him for life. Mm, strength. Another day. Every day above ground is a good day. And I am grateful. So we give him glory and we give him praise. Everybody doesn't have to believe like I believe, but I know that I give him glory for what he has done in my life and what he continues to do by giving me life. Everything else on top of that is gravy. And so I'm grateful. I want to thank all of you, my listeners, and all of you who come up to me at the Get Motivated Tours. Many of you know I replaced the legendary Zig Ziglar on the Get Motivated Tour about a year ago. And uh, we've been coming to city, to city, to city, to city. If you go to GetMotivated.com or go to my website, WillieJolly.com, you can see my schedule, and you'll see when the Get Motivated Tour is coming to your city. Get tickets and come. And uh, make a point to come up to me and say hello that you're a listener on this show. And I am grateful for everyone who does that. Now, today's show is going to be a it's one I've been waiting for for a long time. About a year ago, I was on the Napoleon Hill Foundation's 75th anniversary program for celebrating Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And there were 53 thought leaders on this program. By the way, if you want one of those 50, uh, 53, uh, it's 18, I believe, or 17 principles, and uh, the 15 of us uh, 53 of us, each was three on a on a program. It's powerful. If you want one of those programs, you have to call my office, uh, 202-723-8863, 202-723-8863. It's the most profound package I've ever been involved with or ever heard. But anyway, uh, many of the people on that program I knew. They're friends of mine, Tom Hopkins, Harvey McKay, Mark Victor Hansen, Nito Cobain, um, Jim Cathcart, uh, Naomi Rhodey, uh, just one after another, great thought leaders, one after another. But then I saw this guy's name. I didn't know the gentleman. His name was Weldon Long. Weldon Long. I said, wow, how, how, how is this guy amongst all of these great ones? Who is he? And then I went on his website and looked him up. Now, I'm going to give you the short version of who he is, and I'm going to give you the real deal. Now, on the short version, it says Weldon Long is a successful entrepreneur, sales expert, and author of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, The Power of Consistency. In 2009, his business, which he started on a shoestring budget in his living room, was selected by Inc. Magazine as one of America's fastest-growing privately held companies. Today, Weldon Long is one of the nation's most powerful speakers and a driven motivator who teaches others the sales and prosperity mindset philosophies that catapult 
catapulted him from desperation and poverty to a wealth, life, and prosperity. He holds a degree, a bachelor's degree, and an MBA in management. He is honored to have served on some of America's finest companies, including Farmers Insurance, Franklin Company Organization, Home Depot, Federal Express, Tom Hopkins International, Wells Fargo Bank, Legal Shield, and the Carrier Corporation. Now that's the <laughs> that's the uh, that's the, the the you know standard thing that most speakers. But this guy is different from every other speaker on that fifty three thought leaders. I'm glad I was one of them. This guy has a different story, though. Let me tell you why. Because on the front of his program, it says, in 2003, Weldon Long walked out of prison. You hear what I'm saying? Broke, homeless, busted. He was a three-time loser, spent his entire adult life in the hopeless situation of despair. He was a person who was in prison. Poverty, and he was addicted to drugs and alcohol. He was a garden variety loser and was going nowhere fast. He had no money, no hope, and on all account, no future. He had never had a steady job. He had abandoned his three-year-old son. He had never owned a home. He had never done an honorable thing in his life. As he sat in his prison cell, he stared at a letter that had said his father had died and he couldn't even go to the funeral. Yet, one day while sitting there looking at a desperate situation, he said it's time to change this desperate life into a life of possibilities. He read Think and Grow Rich, and he started listening to positive motivational materials. He got a quote from Emerson that said, to map out a course of action and follow it to an end requires courage. And he said, I'm going to change my life. He went on to start changing his life. He got a GED, then he got a degree, a bachelor's degree, then an MBA while in prison. And in 2003, he'd walked out of prison. He was broke. He was busted. He was, he was homeless. He had nowhere to go, but he had a new life, and he changed. Within five years, 60 months, he had grown a, two, a $20 million company. Come on, somebody. And it earned a spot on Inc. Magazine's 2009 list of fastest-growing privately held companies in America. He's gone on to purchase beautiful homes in the mountains of Colorado and, and the beaches of Maui. He's become a best-selling author. He is now one of the most profound and in-demand speakers for sales and developing your sales training and your prosperity mindset in America. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm honored to have him on the show, Weldon Long. Weldon, are you there? Dr. Willie Jolly, I am here, and I am so excited uh, to spend this time with you. I'm such a fan oh, man. and uh, such a believer in your work. It's such a privilege for me to be here. Well, man, I'm 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 a fan as well of you, man. I'm grateful. I know you heard me speak when I was in in Denver, and uh, and then we developed this relationship. And I said I got to get to know this guy better. But I gave them how. Now we got about four minutes left in this segment. Tell them real quick how I gave them the step. How did you go from jail? I mean, you were in jail. Yeah. You were, you, were, you were there for what? How many years? Well, I was there from uh, 1987 until 2003. Over that 16-year span, I was behind the walls for 13 of those 16 years. 13 years in jail. Yeah. You come out broke. You come out homeless. But yeah. you had changed the thinking by your inputs. Your inputs change your outputs. You changed your thinking by what you read. And when you came out, you were on a mission that you would never go back, and you would change the, the trajectory of your future. But what did you do to go from prison, broke, and in 
in tw- oh, it's, uh, six years, I mean five years, 60 months, you created a $20 million business. You know, when I when I came out of the penitentiary in 2003, Willie, um, as, you know, I was a, a ninth grade high school dropout. I dropped out of high school at 15 years old. Uh, basically ran the streets when I was 23 years old. I went to prison for the first time uh, after pulling a gun on two men in a parking lot. I served about four and a half years. Uh, they released me. I was out for a couple of years. I went back to prison again uh, for two years on a parole violation. I was out a couple of years. went back a third time in 1996. When I went back in 1996 at 32 years old, I had already served about six years in those first two trips. I went back, and I was going to be serving seven years on uh, federal uh, charges related to a, a telemarketing company where I had worked. And during that last seven years, uh, I received the news, as you mentioned, on June 10th of 1996 that my father had died. And the realization that my father, Willie, went to his father, I uh, went to his grave, knowing me as a thief and a crook and a liar, it devastated me. Uh, I remember specifically thinking about the last time I had talked to my father. It was about two weeks before he passed away. We were having a conversation, and uh, he said to me, he said, you know, son, uh, your life could be worse. I said, Dad, how could my life be any worse? I'm a ninth-grade high school dropout. I'm a three-time convicted felon. I'm not getting out of prison this time until I'm 40 years old. I had a three-year-old son that I had fathered out on parole that I had abandoned. Never had a job, never had a home, never had nothing. How could my life be any worse? And my father says to me the words that changed my life, Willie. He said, son, he said, you're still breathing. Wow. As long as, you've got a, as long as you're breathing, you've got a shot to change it. And so I decided on June 10th, uh, just two weeks later, two, that was the last time I ever talked to him. It was the last thing he ever said to me. And not realizing the significance of his words, we hung up the phone, and I never spoke to him again. Two weeks later, he was gone. Wow. And I made a decision on June 10th of 1996. With seven years left to go in prison, I was changing the course of my life. Now, I didn't know where to start, and we can talk about that journey. But I began, my master plan was to figure out what really smart people did and do that. Hold that thought. <laughs> Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, do what, find out what, what successful people did, and follow them and do the same thing. We're going to come right back with Weldon Long to tell you how he went from broke to $20 million and how you can do the same. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. And call me. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of 
interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. Dr. Willie Jolly, and I am excited because I've got a guy, Weldon Long, who has gone from being broke, coming out of prison in 2003, broke, homeless, and by 2009, just a few years later, he has built an Inc. 5000 company with $20 million in sales, and he's done it through some simple principles that he used with consistency, and they work, and they worked for him, and they worked for you. I want to say this to everybody. Some people who might be listening might be ex-felons, and they say, well, there's nothing I can do. Listen to Weldon's story. Some of you might have been uh, uh, not been able to finish high school. You got a GED, or you might still be wanting to get a GED. Listen to Weldon Long. He can help you. Some of you have had success, but you say, I've not reached my potential. I don't know what to do to go to the next level. I feel stuck. Weldon Long can help you to transform your thinking and transform your future. This is an interview that you want to let everybody know who you know to listen to. If you're listening on Saturday, come back on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. You can hear it again. If you're listening Monday morning, you can come back at Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. and you can hear it again. If you're in on Tuesday evening, you can come back on Wednesday morning at 11 and hear it again. And if you've missed it, this is Wednesday and you're listening and you say, I got to hear this again. I got to tell my friends. You send us an email at williejolly.com. You go to my website and tell them I got to have that Weldon Long interview for my friends, people I know in prison, people I know who are stuck, who are despondent, who have given up on life, because this interview is the type of interview interview that you can change your life. Well, Weldon, you said that your daddy died, you were in prison, and you had seven years to go, and you said, this is it. I'm changing my life. Go ahead, my brother. Tell us what happened. Within uh, really hours, Willie, of my father passing away, I made this decision that was changing the course of my life. And what was that line you, know, you said You said before we went out to break? Yeah. Yeah, my father told me the last time I spoke to him, he said, you know, uh, he had said my life could be worse. I said, Dad, how can my life be worse? Uh, and he told me, he said, son, you're still breathing. Mm. And as long as you're breathing, you've got a shot to change it. Now, the emphasis, of course, was that you have a shot to change your life. Nobody can do it for you, in other words, right? Mm. And so for the first time in my life, two weeks later when he was gone, I realized I saw myself what I really and truly was. Uh, the justifications, the rationalizations, uh, they completely evaporated. So I walk out of my cell, and my, uh, my plan is to, to read what successful people do and start doing that. So I walked out of my cell, and I walked down to the end of the, the cell house on the, on, the, on the second tier of the cell house. At the very end of the, the tier was the broom closet where we kept cleaning supplies, mop closet. But also in that room was a big cardboard box 
full of books. And the, uh, the prison guards would come in, they would throw books, you know, into that box. And it was kind of our library in this particular housing unit. So I start rifling through that box trying to find something to read. And I stumble across, it was the very first book I read on this journey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, mm. uh, by Dr. Stephen Covey, of course. And I took that book back to my cell, and I devoured it. And I read it, and I reread it. And as I often say, I devoured the book, and then eventually the book devoured me. Mm. And that book set me out on this journey, and it became my roadmap for a successful life. So I began to implement those principles. And over the next seven years that I was in prison, I really began to reconstruct my mindset. I really began to, to change my expectations for life. I remember reading The Seven Habits, and Dr. Covey said, you know, you don't have to just live out of your imagination or, or your past. Right. You, can listen, you can live out of your imagination. And I'm like, that, that's great news for me because my past was pretty bleak. But my imagination, my imagination was big. You know, I could imagine amazing things with my life. And so I began to implement those principles, of course. Then I began to pick up many other books uh, that you've mentioned, Think and Grow Rich, and, and all, the, all the usual suspects, you know, all, all the books, the ones that you've read probably a hundred times. Right. And I began to implement those principles. And what I eventually learned through kind of uh, the accumulation of that information I remember specifically reading one time a quote from Frederick Nietzsche, and Nietzsche said, we attract that which we fear. Mm. And I, I thought that was nonsense. I said, why would I attract things in my life I don't want? So I kind of dismissed it. And then a couple of months later that summer of 1996, I was reading the Bible, and I came across a scripture in Job. And Job says, Father, that which I have feared has come upon me. Mm. And I'm like, holy Toledo, you got Job on one hand, a godly man. Nietzsche, on the other hand, who was an atheist, separated by theology, philosophy, and by the way, thousands of years, saying the exact same thing. We attract that which we fear. That which I have feared has come upon me. And then shortly after that, I picked up a copy of a book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Mm -hmm. And there's one line in that book that just jumped off the pages. said, fear may come true. Mm. And I'm telling you, really, it hit me like a two-by-four. I realized that everything in my mind, all the chaos, the violence, the drugs, the crime, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, all of that chaos was coming out and showing up in my life. And so I got the bright idea that I needed to change what was in my mind. I had spent years trying to change. You know, every time I got out of prison, I'd been to prison twice before by that time. You know, I left, I'm, like, I'm not coming back. I was trying to change my results. I was trying to change my actions. What I didn't realize at the time is that I was pulling you know, these actions out of an old box of thoughts and emotions. I, I remember one time reading Einstein said, you cannot change anything at the same level of thinking that created it. So I realized I've got to change my thinking. I sat down at the metal desk in my cell, Willie, and I decided to write out what a perfect life for me would look like. I'm an awesome father to my son. I'm wealthy beyond my wildest dreams. I'm a successful businessman, writer, speaker. I have a wife I can love and trust. Uh, all these amazing things, right? And I was, I was a million miles away from any of that. You mentioned uh, a moment ago when we came back from the break, you mentioned that if, if folks are out there struggling and, and they think that maybe they can't make it, I promise you this. You take the biggest dream any of your listeners have, and they are way closer to that dream than I was 20 years ago mm. to where I am today. I mean, I had to go light years. Most people just, as, as you say, it's just, you know, it, it's that thought, it's that minute that they gotta, they got to do something with. It's, just, it's a step away. Right. So I began to implement these principles, and it changed everything. I took that list of what that perfect life for me would look like, and I took it and I put toothpaste on the back four corners, and I stuck it on the wall on my cell. Wow. And for the next seven years, every day when I would get up, 
every night before I would go to sleep, I would read that list, but I wouldn't just read it. Uh, Napoleon Hill said you have to have not just a definite purpose, but a burning desire to achieve that definite purpose. So I would read that list, and I would allow myself, really, to get emotional. I would allow myself to experience what it would be like to be that father, to be that person, to live that life. I got excited about it, even though I was in prison for seven more years. I got excited about it. And little by little, not realizing what I was doing, I was literally changing the, 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 the neural construction of my brain. And I began to think differently. And seven years later, I walked out of prison, as you mentioned, within just a few short years. I mean, in 2003, January of 2003, I got released to a halfway house. I had nothing, two suits of clothing and a bus pass. And from that, I had that, that will to, to succeed, and I had the new mindset. And within a few short years, my life had, had you know, it changed you know, dramatically. I mean, it's just crazy the, the extent. I mean, it surprises me to this day. Uh, you know, 13, 13 years ago, I'm living in a homeless shelter. Wow. And, and today I'm not. Wow. Folks, this is, is are y'all taken by this as I am taken? I know my 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 producer is, is taken by it. I know everybody who who's here in the studio is taken by it. This is an amazing account of what's possible. And if it's possible for him, it's possible for others. I don't care where you're going. You can be inspired. I don't know where you're at in your life, but you can be inspired about this. A couple things I want to make sure you didn't miss out on. That the chaos in his mind was coming true in his life. You're thinking negative thoughts. You're thinking bad thoughts. You're thinking uh, uh, all the negative. You got to change your inputs. Inputs determine outputs. You know, it's a story of the, the little boy goes to the to the wise man in the, in the city and says, wise man, I've got these two dogs fighting inside of me, a, a, a good dog and a bad dog, a positive dog and a negative dog. Which one's going to win? And he said, the one you feed the most is going to win. And if you okay. feed the negative, that's what's going to win. But if you feed the positive, then you got to put positive in. He started reading books. You know, there's so much. You, you know, here's a great line that I love. Somebody told me one time about people in prison who change their lives. They can decide to serve time or they can let time serve them. And he decided to let time serve him. He read the, the books. He read The Seven Habits of High effective people. Many of you have been to see me at Get Motivated. See me with Dr. Stephen Covey. We were on tour together in Australia and his impact on my life and he wrote the foreword for my, my last book. Uh, th those kind of books can change your life. But then he read Think and Grow Rich. We both uh, have been impacted by Think and Grow Rich and so I know that book can change your life. I know it can change his life. It changed my life. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give everybody who's listening, listen very carefully. Everybody who's listening, I'm going to give you a free digital ebook copy of Think and Grow Rich. That's my gift to all my listeners. I'm going to give you a free copy. Go to willyjolly.com slash gift. Now, don't be calling me asking me to. it didn't come in the mail. No, you got to do some work. Just like he said he had to do some work. You got to go download it on your iPhone, iPad, computer. Get the book and read it. It changed my life. It changed Weldon's life. Go to willyjolly.com slash gift and you can get a free copy of Thinking Grow Rich. Well he read the books. He started reading the books. He wrote his 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 perfect life out in, in, in detail on a piece of, of, of cardboard, put it up in his cell, and he read it every day, read it, but he didn't just read it, he believed it, he spoke it, he empowered himself with it. And then he got a burning desire, as Napoleon Hill, you got to have a burning desire, and he got excited. He came out of prison, broke, he had no money, he had a bus ticket. He went to a homeless shelter because that's all he had to live. And he had, but he had something bigger and more powerful than anything else he could have had. He had a dream. Come on, somebody! Woo! This thing is firing me up. And so he did it. And now he is a multimillionaire who has built a twenty million dollar company in sixty months. He did it sixty months. 
and you can do the same. And so we're going to we, we, I'm going to tell y'all, folks, uh, uh, where can they find who is? Because some of these people have to jump off, and I know that. But we're gonna, before we take the break, well, where can they find out about you? Get your your uh, program. I got it in my hand, The Power of Consistency, uh, Prosperity Mining, Mindset Training, your book. Where can they get all your materials? Where can they link up with you? Come on, tell them where they can get you. There's two places. Number one, my uh, my primary website, WeldonLong.com, W-E-L-D-O-N-L-O-N-G, WeldonLong.com. But I want to give another site. Uh, to your listeners. My first book was a book called The Upside of Fear. It really is a 25-year story and the turnaround, the principles I learned. They can get a free download of that book at theupsideoffear.com. Wow. Theupsideoffear.com and get a free download of my first book, which, by the way, was Writer's Digest's uh, best independent book of the year a few years back and also New York Book Festival's best autobiography a few years ago, but they can get a free copy of that by going to the upside of fear.com. All right, folks, I want you to go to weldonlong.com and then go to the upside of fear.com and get a copy of his book. You can download it. Don't be calling him saying that you didn't send me my book or download it and do the work. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break for station identification. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. My special guest is Weldon Long. For those who are just joining us, he was in prison. Seven years is his last slant, his last stint. He was there three, uh, 13 years out of 16 years of his life. He was a high school dropout. He had fathered a son, wasn't taking care of his son. He had done nothing productive with his life. He had been a three-time loser, as he said, and has said, but he changed his life one day. He made a decision that his past did not equal his future. He decided to change his life. He came out of prison and had a dream, and he went on to create not only a company that has become an Inc. magazine uh, company on the list of fastest-growing privately held companies in America. He's generated in 60 months, his first 60 months, over $20 million. He has gone on to become well-known by titans, including Dr. Stephen Covey and Ro Tony Robbins. Uh, he's with me on the Napoleon Hill uh, celebration uh, CD package, uh, uh, 17 CDs from 53 thought leaders. I'm, I'm, I'm great, grateful to be included on it. But that powerful program is one I listen to in my car often and listen to these different folks tell how they did it and how you can do it. It's incredible. If 
you want a copy of that, you have to call my office and ask for the Napoleon Hill package, the Napoleon Hill package. But this guy has done it, and now he teaches prosperity to people all over America. And we've been trying to get him on this show for over a year, and he's booked all the time. So today was just, I had to find a time in his schedule and just get it, get it in where I could. So Weldon, I'm just grateful. Now, you've taught, you've told the story now. You went from broke, you know, to million-dollar house in Maui, house in, in Colorado. Now they got to tell you that you've done it. Now we're going to tell you the question is how. How did you do it? <laughs> Hit them with it. Go ahead. I'm throwing it to you. Tell them what yeah. you do, what you tell people in your seminars, how they can change their thinking and how they can change their mindset, become prosperous, and live the life that they only dream of. Man, I want to tell you something, Willie. I think it's really important for your listeners to know how fortunate they are to have this uh, this opportunity to listen from you. I, I just got to tell you, in 2003, January of 2003, I walked out of prison for the last time. I was 40 years old, and I was on an ankle bracelet for about the first six months. I was still technically in Department of Corrections. And I heard uh, uh, that you were going to be speaking in Denver. I didn't really know who you were except that I heard you were a powerful speaker. And I got permission to go to Denver, which is about an hour away from where I live. And I walked in a hotel ballroom, and I heard you speak. And I got to tell you, I was so inspired. I was so moved. And just talking to you today, I keep having these memories. The way I felt that, that day, that's the way you make me feel today. And so just such a special person and such an inspirational man. And your listeners are so fortunate. I'm so fortunate to even have this opportunity to speak with you. Man, I'm so grateful. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. And it was my pleasure to be able to be there. And, and, and you know, when you we first talked, and you told me you had been in that ballroom. We didn't meet that day, I don't think. Did no. we meet? You said, I was in the ballroom when, when you came to Denver, yeah. and it changed my life. I'm so grateful for you being there, and thank you for sharing that. And, and I'm grateful for what you have done since then. You have been helping people all over America uh, to, to change their lives. And, and, and yeah. entrepreneurs and small business people telling them, here's what you got to do so tell me what you tell them when you when they're in front of you in that in that in that group in that session in that seminar yeah here's the basic metaphor i use imagine i had a box in front of me and in that box was everything i need to build a beautiful motorcycle all the parts all the components were in there and piece by piece component by component i began to remove the parts of that motorcycle the engine the frame the tires the handlebars and i began to assemble the motorcycle properly in other words, I put the handlebars where they're supposed to go, the wheels where they're supposed to go, and I empty that box and put that motorcycle together. Eventually, I look in the box, and the box is empty. I have successfully removed all the components of the motorcycle out of the box and, and, and put them together. Now, what are the odds if I step back to admire this beautiful motorcycle, this beautiful mechanical creation that I built? What are the odds that when I step back to admire it, I would realize that instead of building a motorcycle, I accidentally baked a cake? <laughs> not going to happen, right? Not going to happen, right. You can't make a cake at a motorcycle park. So the only thing you can build on a motorcycle park is a motorcycle, right? Right. Well, here's the thing. That box is a metaphor for our minds, and our lives are already in there in the same way that motorcycle is already in that box. It's in its component form, though. It's not built yet, hmm. but all the components, our wealth, our relationships, our spirituality, our health and fitness, all the components of our life are in that box. And we go through life every single day making what I call seemingly inconsequential decisions. Not huge decisions, but small decisions about the way we treat our spouse. Small decisions about what we do in a sales call or in a business situation. Small decisions about what we eat for lunch. Not big decisions, little decisions. But every time we make a seemingly inconsequential decision, a small choice, 
we reach in that box and we pull out a little piece of our life. In other words, if I go home and I have an argument with my spouse, I got to make a decision. How am I going to respond? If I reach in that box and I pull out, you know, uh, impatience and raising my voice and yelling, I'm pulling out a little piece of that relationship, aren't I? Mm. On the other hand, if I reach in that box and I pull out love and patience, understanding and empathy, I pull out a different kind of relationship out of that box. Day by day, thousands, millions of these small decisions. I go to lunch today. I got to make a decision. I got to reach in the box and pull out a choice, a piece of my life. Do I get the cheeseburger or the salad? Whichever choice I make, I pull out a little piece of my health and fitness. Mm. And this process repeats itself millions of times over the course of our life. And at some point, Willie, at some point, we get to the end of the line. The box is empty. We have removed all the components of our lives in a million different, a gazillion different decisions and choices. And when we look back to admire whatever it is that we built in our life, just like when we admire that motorcycle, we're going to find that our life is a perfect reflection of whatever was in that box. Mm. If it's a motorcycle in the box, it's going to be a motorcycle outside the box. If it's a life of wealth and success and love and service in that box, it's going to be a life of wealth and success and service when it comes out of that box. On the other hand, if it's a life of poverty, desperation, violence, dishonesty, then that's all we can pull out. You can only pull out of the box whatever's in there. And so the key for me, uh, the key I believe for, for many folks, is to examine what's in the box. I mean, what's in your box? What are your basic thoughts and expectations about relationships, money and wealth and health and fitness, all these different things? Because our basic expectations drive our choices. Mm. And the reality is the quality of those choices eventually come out for better or for worse. As I often say, uh, time will expose or promote all of us, you know, one way or the other. And so the key question is whether we're building a business, building a relationship, preparing to run a marathon. What's in the box? Mm. What are my basic expectations and thoughts? related to that subject. And so we've got to know what's in there. You know, I was talking to Tom Hopkins, who's become, in fact, I did the, the Napoleon Hill project you mentioned uh, with, with Tom and with Mark Victor Hansen. Right. And one of the things Tom always says is that, you know, you got to think about what you're going to think about. Mm. You know what I'm and so that box is a collection of our thoughts. And we all go through life thinking, 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 thinking about our job, thinking about our bills, thinking about our family, thinking about this, thinking about that. How often do we stop and say, today, before I start thinking, I'm going to think about what I'm going to think about before I think about it. Mm. Because those thoughts drive the decisions, which ultimately, one seemingly inconsequential decision at a time, ultimately determine our futures. Wow. That's, that, folks, that is, that, now that is powerful. You must think about what you're going to think about. And, I, and as soon as he said that, and, and, and what you're going to focus on, and what you're going to be, let into that box, your box is that box. But part of you, your brilliant mind. But if you fill it with with a negative, with nothing, and 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 you know what I immediately went to with reality shows. Uh, the the you want a great relationship, but you're watching the Real Housewives of somebody who has nothing but drama. Then that's what's in your box, and that's when when you have okay. something in their life, that's what you're going to respond with. But when you start to fill your life with positive stuff, many of you know who who are listeners. I have a new marriage book coming out. My wife and I we married 31 hmm. years, and uh, Going on thirty, we'll be thirty-two soon. And, and we wrote a book called "Make Money, uh, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last." Thirty-one it. years of we've been we've been together over thirty-five years, and they have not had an argument in over. 
25, almost 30 years, haven't had an wow. argument. Now, what was it? We stopped focusing on the, the models we had that were drama-filled and started focusing on the models that were peaceful, that were loving, that were, that were uh, focused, that were enjoyable, that were happy. And that's what he's saying. Fill up your mind with the positive thoughts. There's a quote that Weldon has that I love. I love this quote. It says, success in life and business is not about the big things you do on Christmas Day or New Year's Day. Success in life and business about the little things you do every day. Woo, that's, that's good. Oh, that's good. Well, that's a good quote. I love that quote. I love that quote. And this comes from a guy who, who changed his thinking. He went from the dregs of society, no, nowhere to go, nothing to do, but de- decided to change his life. This inspires me so. It empowers me. You know, one of the things, Weldon, uh, and I just, this is a side point, because I want to get some more of these thoughts from you, but many people who follow me know that I have my doctorate in ministry, and I have a faith-driven site, a faith-based site called jollygoodnews.org. Jollygoodnews.org. And on that faith-based site, one of our programs, we have two primary programs we're working on right now, uh, well, three, actually. We do a Monday night message every Monday night at 9 o'clock uh, on Periscope and Facebook Live, free for people. It's like a, a faith-based weekly message to inspire people. So we want people to go on Monday nights on Facebook Live and, and Periscope. They can follow me on those. But we also have a desire to put my youth video, my uh, PBS special for young people, into every school in America so we can try and empower young people to stop stop negative behaviors and make wise choices. But uh, the other one is Books Beyond Bars, putting my book, A Setback as a Setup for a Comeback, into prisons. And every prison in audio and uh, uh, book form, because we know that many times prisoners have a setback and they think that their future is determined by their past. But you just said your past does not determine your future. Your future determines your future when you decide to change your input. So we're going to be putting that book into every prison. But what I have decided just now by listening to this story is we're going to put this interview on that website so people can be able to access that story of Weldon Long and how he was able to transform his life and how others can do the same, whether you have a brother, a sister, a cousin. Most people, I, uh, most people I know have some family member or somebody they know in prison, and they are always getting my book, A Setback, Set Up for a Comeback. They need to hear this message. They need to hear this interview because you have done this, and I'm telling you, this inspires me how you can do this and you can start to do the consistent things, the little things over and over and over and over again and build a successful life, a successful business, and change your future. Folks, this is powerful. Now, Weldon, we're gonna, when we're going to take a quick break, for stay, uh, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to throw the ball to you, and I just want you to give step-by-step step what they need to do. If you were sitting, I want you to think for a second, if you were sitting in front of a college class of business students or young people or entrepreneurs and saying, okay, folks, you're, you're starting with nothing. Here's what you're going to have to do to build a successful business, the little things. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you seven or eight steps that you bam, 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 bam. And I'm telling you, folks, I want you to get your pen out, your pencil out, your, your phone out. If you, can, if you can make notes quickly, get it and get these things because they will change your life. They will change your future your finance, your focus, your families, and your faith. This guy is one of the great ones, and I'm glad he's on the show. You're listening to Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, without a question in my mind, your best is yet to come. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Afraid of flying I always get my dreams on the ground Life had it 
Lord, since I met you, since I met you, all that's changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do is fly. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're 
back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. If you're just joining us, you're, you've missed the show. But you, if you're listening on Saturday, listen again Monday mornings at 8 o'clock. If you're listening Monday, you can listen again Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. If you're listening on Tuesday, you got one more shot on Wednesday morning at 11. But if you've been listening on Wednesday and you want your friends, family, Lottie, Dottie, and everybody to hear this interview because it's so profound, then just email me at Willie. Uh, info at willyjolly.com info at willyjolly.com we'll tell you how you can access this interview it's with Weldon Long MBA award winning author entrepreneur professional speaker uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the easy part the real part is that he was a guy who was a, a high school dropout he was a three time prison uh, prison felon who went to jail three times and the last time was for seven years and he decided you know what I'm changing my life. This is not what I'm supposed to be. His father had died, and he had talked to his father before his father died. He did. He wasn't able to 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 be there when his father died because he was in prison. But he made a decision. I was going to live the best of my life to make it the rest of my life the best of my life. He did it, and he went on to create one of the top fastest growing companies in America, twenty million dollars in sixty months. And now he teaches people how to change their thinking, change their futures, and change their prosperity. Weldon Long, tell people where they can find out about you and where they can get uh, that free book you wanted to offer them. Absolutely, Willie. Uh, two sites. Number one, my primary site, WeldonLong.com. They can get information on uh, really what I'm doing in terms of my work, speaking, writing, etc. WeldonLong.com. Uh, but another special site we've set up is TheUpsideOfFear.com. TheUpsideOfFear.com. And they, they can get a free download of my first book, which is, of course, entitled the upside of fear. So check out either one of those locations and uh, and get uh, information on the work that we're doing. Great, great, great. Now, real quick, though, you one more thing. People, just so you'll know, he mentioned he had a three-year a son who was three years old, I believe, when he when he went to yes, jail. Sir. And now that son is very successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you got out of jail, you didn't just change your finances, you changed your life, and you became a good father who fathered that boy, and now that boy is a, yeah. a successful young man. You know, uh, I mentioned to you that first list that I wrote out of my cell that I stuck on my wall with toothpaste. The very first thing on that list read, I'm an awesome father to my son. That was Mm. my primary driving factor. And seven years after I wrote that down, I got out of prison. And by then, of course, my son was 10 years old. He was three years old when I went in the last time. He was 10 when I got out. But I was able to get custody of him. And i got to tell you today, uh, Willie, he's 23 years old. He just completed his fifth year at University of Colorado. He's a, a music student and recording art student. He's got one... One year left in college. I thought they told me there was only four years, but apparently it turned out to be be six. But I'm so proud of him. Uh, He's a musician. Uh, His his, uh, stage name, music name, whatever you call it, is Tesla, T-E-S-S-A, Tesla. And he writes electronic music, and it's very inspirational in its nature, his music. And uh, Tesla is, he went on a a high school senior trip to uh, to somewhere in Africa to work on some... uh, uh, some orphanages. I work with some kids, and Tesla is is a word that means love and spirit. It just was really cool. He just he's really, you know. I th- I look at myself, Willie, at 23 years old. I was going to prison. Wow. For the first time at 23 years, I look at my boy. And he's just making so many good decisions. I'm very proud of him. Couldn't be more proud. Well, that's great. Now I want to ask you something. You just said something. You set a goal. You said I am a. Yeah. Okay. Now is that how you set your goals? I am before it becomes I am. You know, I, I really believe it's important to write our, our, our prosperity plan, our goals, what I call a prosperity plan, in present current tense. Mm. You know, I am this, I am that. Not I will one day, if everything works out, become this. I am this. I believe that, you know, it goes back to Napoleon Hill. Anything the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. 
we have to believe at first. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, Wayne, Wayne Dyer was one of my favorite writers. I got a chance to meet him out on Maui a few years ago before he passed away. And Wayne used to always say, you know, some people will say, well, I'll believe it when I see it. And the truth is, you'll see it when you believe it. You know? mm. And so I think it's important to, to look at it in present current tense. The mind is so powerful, as we know, uh, and our thoughts trigger our emotions. You know, if you think a fearful thought, you have a fearful emotion. If you think a happy thought, you have a happy emotion. And then, of course, those emotions drive our actions and our results. The problem is, is that your emotions and actions are a reflection of your thoughts, even if the thoughts are not true. I mean, you can believe something that's absolutely false, and it will affect the way you feel and what you do as if it were true. There was just a big case last week. It was a 10th-year anniversary. Uh, I saw this interview with this gal on TV 10 years ago. This young girl, these two young girls, were in a car crash. And so horrific was the car crash that when first responders got there, they couldn't tell which girl was which. Mm. That's how badly they were injured. One of them died. Only one survived. So they get the whole mess sorted out. Uh, one girl, unfortunately, you know, has a funeral. The other girl is barely alive in ICU. Uh, but after the funeral, five weeks later, the girl in the hospital regains consciousness and begins to speak. When she begins to speak, her parents realize this is not our daughter. Wow. Right? So, you know, during those five weeks were the emotions and actions of each family based on what was true or what they thought was true. Mm. That's how powerful a thought is, right? Yep. So, so we can believe something that's not true, and it will impact what we feel and what we do. Well, this impacts our life every single day. I do a, a ton of speaking in the business world, sales training and business development. If we believe a customer only cares about price, what's that going to do to our emotions and actions? We're going to take you know, have emotions consistent with they just want a cheap price. What are my actions going to be? I'm going to drop off a cheap price. Well, what are my results going to be? I'm going to sell for a cheap price. <laughs> right. That's why our mother said, be careful what you wish for. Right. Wow. Woo, this is some good stuff. Now, look, we got uh, five or six minutes left in this interview. I imagine I got these, these, these folks who need to change their life. What, what's the first thing they yes, need sir. to do? The question is, what's in the box? And mm. if we don't like what's in there, if we don't like what's outside the box, it means we've we got to change what's inside Ooh, the box. Ooh, that's good. Change what's in the box. you got to change what's in the box. The process I've developed is based on the acronym of FEAR, F-E-A-R. Mm. Okay. Focus, Emotional Commitment, Action, and Responsibility. The first step, as Napoleon Hill uh, stated on the, on the very first page of Thinking Grow Rich, you've got to get focused on a definite purpose. What do you really want with your income, with your relationships, with your health? You know, what do you want specifically in terms of those things? So we have to think about what do I want? And then a very simple question, what do I need to do to get that thing? Whether it's an income goal or relationship goal. And the key here is to identify just two or three simple things. Two or three simple things that if I did every single day, would give me that financial result, that relationship result. Simple things. That's the key, simple things. Right? Like in sales, for example, asking for the order every single time. Mm. In relationships, telling your wife she's beautiful and amazing every day. Right? Little things. Little courtesies or discourtesies are what's going to define our relationships. So what are the little things I can do every single day that are going to make a huge difference? So that's the first step. Get focused on what you want and get focused on what you need to do to get it. And then what I call limiting beliefs, as I'm sure you're familiar with, you know, so much of your work has been about helping people overcome struggles. These limiting beliefs, these ideas that are in our box that are lies, they're lies that we're not good enough, we're not fast enough, we're not strong enough, we're not smart enough. And those lies drive our emotions and actions, even though they're not true. Because remember, you can believe a lot. Right. It will affect the way you feel as if it's true. So we all have these limiting beliefs, limiting ideas about money, relationships, health and fitness. I mean, I could sit here for a day and a half and tell you, all the limiting beliefs that I learned. I'll give you a quick example. My father used to always say, you know, rich people are crooks. Son. Rich people are crooks. Mm. And I believe that because right. my grandfather was a 
Depression era child. He taught my father. Only rich people, you know, were crooks. They had the money. Well, that's what I learned. Well, looking back at my life now, I can see in my twenties why I didn't see the problem with stealing money to get money. Because hey, rich people are crooks, right? Right. It became a self fulfilling prophecy for me. So we have to understand the limiting beliefs. Next, emotional commitment. Emotional commitment is simple. It's just what I did in my prison cell. Hmm. Write it out in present current tense and review it for a few minutes every single day. The key is every single day. Read that. So many of us have written out goals, lists of goals, right? When you write out a goal and you don't look at it every day, that's like putting it next to the box. Hmm. you got to put it in the box every morning for a few minutes, what I call a quiet time ritual. Read that prosperity plan. Put it in the box. And it's amazing. Now when you go make decisions, you're going to reach and pull out what you put in this morning, not what your father might have put in there 30 years ago. you got to make sure that you're filling that box up every day with what you want. Third step, action. As Will Rogers said, even if you're on the right path, you'll get run over if you sit there. You've got to take consistent action towards your dreams. And the final step, responsibility. You know, understanding that everybody has problems in life, but ultimately the quality of our life is a reflection of our decisions, not our problems. We've all had bad problems, but you make better decisions, you get better results. Hmm. And so that's a quick sketch of the upside of fear. Ooh. I go into a great deal. <laughs> that's so good. That well, is it's, so it's, good. It's a very simple process. In my book, The Power of Consistency, uh, which hit number five on the New York Times and number two on the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list, it goes into detail on all those topics and how you develop this plan and execute every single day on a few simple things. Wow, folks, you see why I was willing to wait a year to get this guy on? You see? Because he's awesome. Again, I want you all to go to WeldonLong.com and and find out or have him come speak for your organization, for your group, and then go to TheUpsideOfFear.com and get that free book. He's giving it his first book to you free. And then what are the other books that they can purchase from you? Uh, well, my second book is a book called The Power of Consistency. And uh, they can get that, of course, on Amazon or any of the, any of the, the booksellers. And I've got a new book coming out this fall, Willie, called Will You Trust Me? The mm. Four Most Powerful Words in Sales. Wow. And it's a sales book about how to earn trust. And by the way, I just want to say real quick, uh, Stephen M. R. Covey, Dr. Covey's son, is working on the forward to that book for me. And I've wow. got to tell you, Dr. Covey endorsed my first book on June 10th of 2009, 13 years to the day that my father died on June 10th of 1996. And I picked up a copy of Seven Habits. Uh, Seven Habits. You know, that's amazing. 13 years ago wow. today, he endorsed my first book. He was so inspirational to me, as you mentioned. Yep. He was in your life and so yep. influential. Man, thank you for being a guest on with me today, man. You are awesome. And I can't thank you enough. Folks, I want to thank you all for listening. If you remember to stay tuned every week to this show. we got great guests. Send me an email, info at willyjolly.com. Go to willyjolly.com. So get, in fact, go to willyjolly.com slash gift and get that Think and Grow Rich because it changed Weldon's life, changed my life. willyjolly.com slash gift. Download it. And finally, go to jollygoodnews.org if you want to partner with me in getting these books into prisons. We're going to change other lives about what we've seen is possible for lives like Weldon because there's books beyond bars and those beyond bars can change people's lives. I am so grateful for all of you who have made this show the number one motivational self-help show in America on Sirius XM and I'm grateful for all of you who have invited me to come to speak for your organizations. I will come again and in all in that I thank you for coming to the Get Motivated Tour. I look forward to seeing you all real soon and remember for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. 
Your best is yet to come. Have a great week on purpose. God bless you, and I thank you again for your time. Have a great day. God bless you. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't treat you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady going This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.